Good morning. It is good morning that we get to come to worship God and also to give thanks to God to celebrate the life of Richard Merman, who is God's son, God's beloved child, who served God in the church as an elder and was a faithful and faithful member and very loving of God and God's people. We call this in the church Presbyterian church where Richard had been an elder, the celebration of life and giving thanks to God for the life that Richard was. And we also witness to the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I would like to welcome you all to this service of celebration of life and witness to the resurrection of eternal life in Jesus Christ. And I would like to also explain a few things to you before we go on. As you look at the bulletin and we go through the service, you should know that Richard has very carefully written this whole service. Scriptures have been chosen by him, so were hymns. Although it says hymns, Nicole will be singing a solo of all the hymns as we don't sing in the sanctuary yet here. Let us worship God. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, you give us life in this world and promise us life in your presence for all eternity. Show us now your grace that as we face the mystery of death, we may know the surety of our hope in Jesus Christ. Let us hear the promises of the scriptures so that we may have hope and be lifted above our distress this day into the peace of your presence through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Now, I'd like to invite you to turn to the inside cover of your bulletin, and I would like to invite you to join me in reading the 23rd Psalm. So as we listen to the words of the hymns sung by Nicole and the scripture, we also get to know Richard's relationship with God, even when he was here on this side of life. Let us recite the 23rd Psalm together. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, Psalm 116. As I was planning the service with Richard, well, he called me and asked me to help him plan his service. At the end of the choosing of the scriptures, he said to me, Pastor Mingi, I know it's too much. And I said, it's not your place to tell me what is too much, what to cut or what to read. He said, oh, I was hoping you said that. So his reverse psychology worked on me very well. So we had a lot of laughing, just like thank you for laughing as we planned his service. He knew how to stretch it out to four different phone calls and we had a lot of laugh, we had a lot of joy that we shared. And these scriptures, listen to them, you will hear Richard and where he is and why he has chosen these. These are messages from him through the Bible. Psalm 116, I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications, because he inclined his ear to me, therefore I will call on him as long as I live. The snares of death encompassed me, the pangs of Sheol laid hold on me. I suffered distress and anguish, then I called on the name of the Lord, O Lord, I pray, save my life. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Our God is merciful. The Lord protects the simple. When I was brought low, he saved me. Return, O my soul, to your rest, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. For you have delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling. I walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I kept my faith even when I said, I'm greatly afflicted. I said in my consternation, everyone is a liar. When shall I return to the, what shall I return to the Lord for all his bounty to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious is the sight of the Lord, is the death of his faithful one. O Lord, I am your servant, I am your servant, the child of your serving maid. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you a thanksgiving sacrifice and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. In the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, O Jerusalem, praise the Lord. Psalm 122. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem built as a city that is bound firmly together. To it the tribes go up the tribes of the Lord, as was decreed for Israel to give thanks to the name of the Lord, for there the thrones, of, the thrones for judgment were set up, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they pros prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. For the sake of my relatives and friends, I will say, peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.
mask comes off. Good morning. I am sure we all aware that my brother has two brothers, and we are known as Tom, Dick, and Harry. I am Harry, and I have the most hair. So I'd like to see a little laughter. We're here today not only to mourn the loss of my brother, Dick, and by the way, in Florida, he's known as Richard. With us, he's always called Dick. He's, that was his name growing up. So you know who I'm talking about. He was a loving husband, father, brother, uncle, grandfather, and a friend. He was a tremendous competitor in all areas of his life. At the University of Denver, he was a three-year starter in basketball and nicknamed Fox because of his sly tactics on the court. However, off the court, he was not always so sly. I will never forget the day he was bringing out burgers to the grill at a family barbecue. He somehow managed to walk through the screen door of his house. He just continued to walk straight to the grill without any hesitation or acknowledgement that what he had just done. All of us burst out laughing as he just carried on and continued grilling up those burgers. I have a lifetime of fond memories with my brother from our early childhood to the many ventures we shared throughout our young adulthood. We were also very blessed to have the most generous and kind-hearted father who in, in his 90s decided he wanted to gather the entire family once a year and go out on a family reunion. These trips were precious. They brought us even closer as a family, especially with Dick, Carol, Jason, and Jessica, because they were the only ones who lived in different states than the rest of us at that time. During these reunions, we had so many laughs and created memories that really I could not come to terms with losing my brother. No, did I get the wrong page? <laughs> Son of a God. Let's see, created memories that will never be forgotten. For the past 20 years, he was a loving, devoted husband and friend to Carol. They traveled many places together and enjoyed a full and fruitful life. He especially loved going on shopping sprees with Carol, or should I say, sitting on the nearest bench waiting for her to finish. That would be me and Diana. One of Dick's greatest achievements in life was the birth of his children, Jason and Jessica. He took the role of being a father very serious. He was a loving and devoted father who was happiest watching and participating in all the stages of their lives. He was extremely proud of all their success and accomplishments that they both have achieved. Dick did have Dick did share a very special father-daughter relationship with Jessica. As the saying goes, she really was and always will be daddy's little girl. We were all informed of his ups and downs over the past year, and the treatment seemed to be working. He would send me detailed emails with every lab result he received from his doctor visits. Dick learned quickly that I do not read my emails regularly, so he would follow up with a phone call to me and reiterate what the email said. This became our routine. Unfortunately, he then received the news that there was nothing more that the doctors could do for him. Then I got the call. <clears throat> he told me the terrible news and then followed with the question, how would you like to be a pallbearer? Still in shock from the news he had just told me, I responded, not really. 
I could not come to terms with losing my brother, which is why I never gave up hoping for a miracle. But as we all know, unfortunately, sometimes our wishes do not come true. Throughout my brother's illness, and especially towards the end, my brother not only maintained a positive attitude, but also showed great strength, even planning his own funeral with Carol. That's the kind of man he was, always thinking of others before himself. He wanted to make sure that everything was taken care of so as not to burden his loved ones. The truth of the matter is that I was truly honored to be asked to be his pallbearer and to speak here today. Just as Dick faced his struggles with cancer, I struggled with finding the right words to express how much he meant not only to me, but to all of us, and how much he will be missed. I find comfort knowing that he is now being taken care of by Ma and Pop, that's our mother and father, just the way he made sure his loved ones were taken care of all these years. There will never be another Tom, Dick, and Harry, as we are now missing our big piece, one big piece of us, the big one. One day we'll be together again. Until that time comes, you will live forever in our hearts. Rest in peace, brother. So I guess you know who I am. First, thank you, uh, Dr. Brown. Wonderful service. Uh, Nicole, very nice job. We have a beautiful voice. And also Dr. Spivey. Good morning, and thank you for sharing our brother's celebration of life with us here in the sanctuary. Some of you know my brother and his wife, Carol, during his retirement years here at Lakewood Ranch. So we thought it would be interesting for you to learn about his earlier life. Our family grew up in a small village on Long Island, New York. Our father was a New York telephone engineer, and our mother worked at a local hospital. They had three boys, Tom, Dick, and Harry. I remember wrestling, kidding, and having fun, as you can imagine, what three active boys can do in a small house, along with several German shepherds, while growing up. My parents always decorated the Christmas tree with blue lights, cotton, bat, you know, cotton strips on all of the branches, tinsel, and it was topped with angel hair. Of course, uh, after a, a couple of beers at night when I was coming home, I couldn't tell if that was a tree, a ghost, or a snowman. <laughs> One day while Dick and I were wrestling, the tree came down, just as our mother arrived home from work. How did this happen? Dick and I looked at each other, and we pointed the Rommel. He did it. Boys will be boys. We all played sports, and our parents encouraged us to go away to school for higher education. Harry graduated from Montana State, Richard from the University of Denver, and me from Oregon State University. Richard was playing basketball, at his, and his team won the Far West Classic in Corvallis, Oregon. I was looking at various schools in my senior year of high school when he called me and said, Oregon State is the most beautiful campus, and the students were very friendly. On his recommendation, I applied and was accepted. Dick was a member and officer of the Kappa Sigma fraternity at the University of Denver. I was a member and officer of the Kappa Sigma fraternity at Oregon State. Dick was an elder in his church. I was an elder in mine. Dick loved cars. He had a 1963 Pontiac Tempest convertible, 
1968 Corvette convertible that he let me borrow for dates. My wife Sheila was impressed with these beautiful cars and they probably played a role in her acceptance of my proposal to her. Richard spent many years in the transportation industry and became a well-respected lacrosse referee in Buffalo, New York, and also on the west coast of Florida during his retirement years. He often had five or six games a week at the high school and college level. He was in great physical shape, and when he developed cancer some years ago, all of his doctors said exercise, diet, and proper sleep will be extremely helpful to his treatment. During the last few years as his condition progressed, he always had a positive outlook on life, and Carol was always there for support. Our conversations included his love for family, his wife Carol, his rock during this whole time, his daughter Jessica and son Jason, their many vacations, this beautiful church, the military, his high school and college classmates. Over the last several weeks, the whole family from all over the country was able to connect with Richard and Carol through Zoom that Jessica and Brian organized. We talked about and shared fun memories and the NCAA basketball pool that Kurt and Marcy organized. He was surrounded by many positive thinking friends here at Lakewood Ranch. Blair, a neighbor and retired physician, was most helpful making my brother and Carol understand the test results and possible options for treatment. Our family is most grateful for your compassion and kindness. I end with this quote. Every man's life ends the same way. It is only the details of how he lived and how he died that distinguishes one man from another. Dick, you will be missed. We will never forget your positive thoughts about life and the love you gave to family and friends. God bless you and thank you for your service. Thank you, Harry and Tom, for sharing the life of your brother as a way of celebrating the, his life and giving thanks to God. I have to tell you that this is a perfect service for a wonderful life that was lived here. He had his brothers talking about him, and he had me, a friend who became a friend lately, talk about the last few months. Richard, I call him Richard, so you know Harry. I said, shall I call you Dick or something else? He said, no, you call me Richard. So for someone who was a friend only for the last few months, I didn't get to call him Dick, so he is Richard to me, will ever be. So he called and he said, I have just come under hospice care and I'd like you to help me plan my funeral. I said, oh, I'm so sorry, I haven't visited you, I didn't know you were sick. He said, that's because I didn't want you to know. Now I do, and he was a very organized person, Carol told me, and he organized everything all the way to me in this service. That is a gift in a man or anybody who have made sure everything is in good order and so I just wanted to say that it, my life as a person and a pastor both have been greatly enriched by his friendship. And talk about positive outlook. He was telling me how grateful he is to God, to his family, to his friends, even to the doctors. He was most proud to be an elder having a chance to serve God in the church. I will always cherish the few conversations I had on the phone, each time with laughter and stories of 
joyfulness and thankfulness and gratitude to God. It's no wonder that he chose those Psalms, Psalm 116 and 122 and the 23rd Psalms. There was no way I was going to not read every word of them. That tells you who Richard was in his relationship to God and a message to all of us that we are to be grateful. So for a short meditation, I would like to read Revelation chapter 21, verses 3 to 5. It tells us where Richard is and who he is with. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I'm making all things new. This is where Richard lives with God and how he does. Thanks be to God for his child, Richard Mormon, whose life we celebrate today. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who, before whom generations rise and pass away, we praise you for your servants who, having lived this life in faith, now live eternally with you. Especially we thank you this day for your servant, Richard Mormon, whose baptism is now completed in death. We praise you for the gift of Richard's life, for all in him that was good and kind and faithful. We thank you for Richard's love for Carol and the rest of his family and friends, especially his children. We give thanks for his love for you and the church. We thank you that Richard was very honored and proud to have been an elder at the church and was ready and prepared to come home to you to serve you and the heavenly beings up there. We thank you, O oh Lord, for Richard that death is now past and he has entered the joy you have prepared for him. Almighty God, in Jesus you promised many rooms within your house. Give us faith to see beyond touch and sight, and some sure signs of your kingdom, and where vision fails, help us to trust your love, which never fails. Lift sorrow from Richard's family and friends, we pray. Give them good hope in Jesus, so that they may bravely walk the rest of their earthly way, and look forward to glad heavenly reunion with Richard in the life to come. Now hear us as we pray together as Jesus taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
So before we receive benediction, I would like you all to know that I too did win the argument with Richard. So postlude, here I am, Lord, that you're going to hear is not sung by a soloist. So I said, I get to decide something. That's what I did. Now, may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and always. Amen.